This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your driver's license is important so you can get back and forth to work, get your kids to school, and back and forth to daycare. If your license has been suspended because you can't pay your tickets, you can't do any of those things. Let's talk about Chapter 13 bankruptcy. You may have heard the tickets cannot be discharged, but they can be dealt with in a Chapter 13 case. Why not come in for a free consultation? The chapter you choose will make all the difference to your getting back legally on the road. Let's design a plan to pay off your tickets and restore your license immediately. I'm attorney Travis Gagné. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. A woman just sold a first-generation iPhone from 2007 that was never opened. She sold it for $63,000. Oh, wow. I often wonder, because I got old stuff and I can't get rid of it. I, I Old Blackberries and old I, I, iPod minis. Yeah, and, but you use them all, right? Yeah. yeah. So I've, I still figure, though... You know, like old video game consoles and stuff. Even I'm though you're, sure you can find someone. I'll give you a few bucks. I can't imagine more than like 30 bucks. That's the thing. I for always a collector. I wondered how much they would be. You know, this one's unopened and it's only 63 grand, which is great. But man, I mean, I was, you know, I was hoping these things would be like million dollar things. Why would they be a million dollars? Because nobody would have them because everybody else threw them what away. What weird world are you living in where you think someone's of- cell phone that's not even relevant anymore is going to be worth a million dollars? Well, that's what the collectors do, man. We, we think that everything that we collect is going to be worth something. Mm. Yeah, it's worth something. $63,000 seems kind of ridiculous if you ask me. Oh, really? Yes. An unopened, you know, first generation iPhone from 2007. Unopened, you think that's... Uh, if I was over at somebody's house, they say, you need to check this out. Come come to my, like, man cave or whatever it is. And then they have, like, a display, like a glass case, and there's an unopened iPhone. I'm like, oh, wow, all right, cool. And like, yeah, you won't believe I got this for $63,000. I would... I might not say it. It depends on how many drinks I've had. But if I've had a few drinks, I might be like, that is the dumbest purchase you could possibly make. Wow. You won't say it, but your face definitely will. Really? Oh, yeah. I would yeah. be able to have a poker face. I'd be like, oh. what is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, you yeah. a, a, a useless gadget as you far spent as over 50 grand on. This changed America. Still, this phone does nothing for you. Yeah. Wow, you know, I mean, I see you're not a collectible guy, so you don't. I mean, no. I mean, people collect art. I mean, it's like an artifact at this point, is how I look at it. But what are you going to do with it? You well, the same thing you do it, with any collectible. You just look at an unopened. It's still in the box. You so you have it. nothing. You you don't you, you you don't have anything that you collect, huh? You have nothing. No, 
Oh, oh well, wow. then I can't blame you. No. I mean, if you don't collect anything, then yeah, I, I'm not going to fault you for. I try, like every once in a while, like I, I was like, oh, you know, when I got to play with Stone Temple Pilots, I used they were my drumsticks, but I was like, you know what? I taped them up real quick so I wouldn't use them again. I'm like, these are collectible. Like I'm going to get yeah. print a picture of me playing drums. I'm going to mount the sticks on yeah. it too. And then I realized I needed to use them because I had a show coming up, and I didn't feel like dropping. Fifteen dollars on a new pair of sticks, and those were brand new. Well, you are, yeah. So I, then if you're out, not gonna, out the door went the collectible. Yeah, if you're <laughs> not gonna, them. if you're not gonna make that a collectible, which is a really iconic moment of your life, and you're not gonna collect anything. I got the picture. I got the memory. Yeah. All right. I'm not gonna put you down have for you, it. Have you framed Lock- the picture? No, I haven't printed it. <laughs> I have it on my Facebook. I wonder if I know anybody <laughs> in the world. I don't think I've met anybody in the world. In my life, who doesn't collect something? Mm. Like, there's not something that they have. You're the first person I think I know that doesn't, like, have anything that you've collected. I can understand you not collecting a lot of things. But, like, I don't know if I've ever met anybody that doesn't collect anything. I mean, I have, like, goalie gear, but I use it. So it's yeah. not really a collectible. Exactly. I have two sets of drums, but I use them. So I mean, I mean, Danny collects stuff. Vicky does. Joey D's. Do you collect stuff? I don't know something? if I really collect anything specific, but I do have a lot of art. Hmm. All right. Do well, you? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a art. What kind of art do you want? I've got a lot of art too that my daughter makes. You want some? Actually, kind of, yeah. Wait, are, do you have them framed and on the walls? I have some framed and some not. Yeah, I mostly like uh, Italian uh, landscape, seascape, stuff like that. Do, do you get these over at Bed Bath and Beyond, or like where are you getting this art? Usually, just you know, local artists. Oh, well, that's yeah. Really cool. Do you wear like a bathrobe and smoke a pipe while watching and, and like looking at your art? Yes, and some fine whiskey. I can see. Danny, have you ever been to Joe's place? No, I've never been. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of odd. Yeah, I, I, I it's what he asked for for Christmas all the time. What, he asked us Danny to visit him. Yeah. That he asked. We can't do anything about that, but he does ask for that every year too. I thought that's very weird too. He, yeah, I've never yeah. been invited to. He's a. Oh, so you've never been invited? No. Well, he shares the home. Maybe that's why. It's like it was his own place, maybe, but he shares it with somebody else. No, then he has to put the bodies away. Yeah, there is that. You've never been to Joey D's house? No. I don't think. I haven't either. I've picked him up many a times. Twice. You've been to his house twice. And how long have you lived there? Oh, man. Six or seven years, probably. Wow. Yeah, we just that is fascinating. And only the, the and the one time I was at his place, I never got in. I just he had COVID, so we had to drop something off for him. Oh. So we didn't get in the front door. Uh, wow, I don't even know what's if, what's up with that. If you have all this art, you can't show it off if you don't invite people over. Well, he probably invite some ladies over. Yeah, uh, no, does he? No, I, I mean he <laughs> might invite them. Do they come over? I mean, it's a great idea to have art. I mean, you look like a refined gentleman if you're, you know, hey, take a look at my my Devonchi. Let's see what this is all about. Devonchi. Huh? No, well, no, yeah, he's I'm not going to pay for the real thing. Mm. Eh, I don't. Know, I, just, I don't find my apartment that fascinating. I guess. Plus, BJ has a nice house. I like his house. No. Yeah, I mean, it is an apartment. It's like, yeah, it's just an apartment. But with the artwork, it probably really spruces it up. Yeah, my roommate works from home, so you know. Oh, there's that. Too. So I said, Steve, what about your shirt collection? Well, I mean, it's not really a collection. I wear them, and then eventually, I get I, I get rid of them. Like I'm never like I don't hold yeah. I like shout out to Kevin Deers who every he has been posting on social media Kevin hosts a metal shop in Loudon local great dude and he's decided that he's gonna wear he's not gonna repeat wearing the same shirt and he's just gonna wear all the shirts in his collection and he's up to like two hundred or maybe three hundred days these are t-shirts yes oh and yeah. every day he posted on his Twitter or on his social media of him wearing a different t-shirt that's pretty wild and I'm like. I don't have that. Like eventually, I get rid of shirts when my drawers get too full. Oh, wow. So I don't really collect them. I just like wearing black T-shirts, but it's not like a collection. I've gone sh- thrift shopping with him before, and this guy has magic hands or some luck that he finds the coolest T-shirts ever. Like I remember on one occasion, he found I 
think it was a Rob Zombie bootleg like concert tee that was sold like outside the arena for a specific show back in 94 and, and it was in his size. Like he just has a golden touch when it comes to thrift shopping. 200 t-shirts. See, that's my life right there. I, that's all I would, I, that's all I'd like to wear is that. Yeah, I, I think he's well over 200. Oh, yeah. That's I'm, fantastic. I, I have to find which, I don't even know which Twitter hell he uses because he's got the metal shop one maybe. I don't even know. But yeah, I, that, beats, got, that beats my collection. Yeah, it's pretty uh, crazy. Good for him, man. Up someone said, I hate to be someone that agrees with BJ, but Steve, one can make the same argument about tattoos. At least with the iPhone, it could be sold. And it's not like you could pull your tattoos off and sell them. They do nothing for you. They are worth nothing. Oh, boy. Oh, Ouch. boy. That's a shot. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> that's a weird argument. <laughs> I, 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 it's a funny thing. If you like, could have seen your face right care. there, it was like you were back in the schoolyard. You were care. like thirteen, going, "I don't care, I don't care. Get I'm out of here. Go. I'm gonna go get lunch." No, you're not wrong. Like for someone, they think tattoos are stupid. Cool, that's your opinion. My opinion is buying an iPhone that you can't use for $63,000 is one of the dumbest financial decisions <laughs> that you can make. Yeah, it's my it, opinion. I know. Here's the thing. What you're, <laughs> not, what you're not taking into account is that things appreciate and this could turn into be like an amazing purchase that somebody would pay her double, triple, even quadruple that because it is an artifact. That's what that, yeah, yeah, that's that. if she's doing it for that. I hope we have it. Well, let's find out why I've got audio of her. OK, uh, because she was on an episode of The Doctor and the D. And uh, the hell is that? Uh, the doctor I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's about a doctor and possibly a diva. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, it's, a, it's, a, it's a podcast or something, right? Is that? Or, oh, is it a TV show? show? Yeah. All right. I well, congratulations to them. Hopefully, they make a, a lot of money because someone's got to fill in for Ellen. Um, so this is from three years ago, uh, and the, you know, so this is the audio uh, from this uh, from this interview. 2007, I got a new job, and my friends bought me the latest first generation. Because it's a new job, and you're all excited. New job, and you've got to do got this. It's got all these you know? neat things on there. Wow. To do a new job, like a right. calendar and, and all you this stuff. Didn't open it. I had just gotten a brand new phone, and then a couple years went by, and somebody was like, "Hey, an Apple collector might want that. It's the original iPhone, and never broke the seal." And I'm like, "It's an iPhone, so it'll never go out of date." <laughs> Yeah, so it was appraised for 5000 bucks three years that's ago, insane. Steve. So that's what it was worth three okay, well, years that's, ago. That's a good job. Yeah, it is a good job. And again, My it tattoos is only- were appraised for $0. Yeah. And they're still appraised for $0. Yeah. It, but, you know, if I, I, I'm just more amazed that you don't collect anything. I like. I get some people don't collect a lot of stuff, but I've met, everybody I've met has something that they go, I collect this, challenge coins or something. I collect stamps. Oh, you collect no, stamps. I don't, okay. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I have challenge coins that people, I, I, I will never get throw those away. But I'm like active. I, I, yeah, I mean, maybe that's a something because like Which, whenever anyone from the military has given us a challenge coin, I'm beyond flattered, and I would, and I keep them. Would you say you collect your drums, mm. or like different kinds of like you know what I mean? Like would you like if you bought a new drum kit, would you keep your old drum kit for sentimental reasons? No, uh, in my opinion, See, if, yeah. if I got if I get a new drum kit, one of the two has to go. See, because that's that's me. why I haven't gotten a new drum kit because I don't want to get rid of either of those two because I like them. I like how they sound. Well, that's fair. Yeah, no, because like for me, it's like it's uh, well, I mean, I collected Disney pins for a long time too, but I, I've stopped that. But now it's I would say I collect guitars uh, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I have like five guitars and oh, I want yeah. more. You're a collector, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's just nothing. There's nothing really that. What makes about me, what about hats? Do you ever get rid of your hats? Yeah, when they stop like looking good. Like when oh, they get okay, dirty, so you, you throw them away. So you don't them. even collect those. All right. Yeah, I don't really have anything. Now I need to start collecting something. You guys are making me feel like bad. Like, your your fingernails. Not, I got rid of those. He's, well, you yeah, could, I'm saying you could start it again. Well, that would be kind of serial killer esque again. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think people would be disturbed if it's you. Yeah. 
Huh? Now what? What should I collect, guys? I don't know. You you won't. You'll give up on it. That's the thing. I think that's why it's like I think you just don't have the patience to go play the long game for the collecting game. So, so what about your Funko Pops that you have? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't really collect them. Like, People give a them. Yeah. Uh, mostly they've been gifts. Yeah, you I don't go out. And, you don't uh, go look for them. Or like, I need this one. I did buy the Pearl Jam ones. Oh! oh wait what, a minute. I have no idea where I put them. Whoa! They're somewhere in my house. Why did you buy the Pearl Jam ones? That sounds like a collector. I know. It's just, I thought they oh, were cool no, it happened. But then you lost them. And now, you know what? You could have had the bug. Yeah, I'm very lost half-assed them. with my collecting. Yeah, you really are. Okay, but that is, you're right. I mean, there's no reason to buy something like that unless you're a collector. Concert tickets? No. He doesn't no, save those, yeah. Right. And I now, wish I, I mean, did, dude, because then I can look back and see all the cool concerts I've gotten to go to that I forgot about. That's yep. why people do it. Yep. I know. But again, you just, you know what, you just don't have the patience. So it's a, I don't think it's weird, Megs. I can't think of one thing I collect either. Yeah, I just never met. But of course, and again, I'm a geek. So maybe that's why I'm just hanging out with geeky people. I'm, I'm maybe, but even like, you know, even manly men, like they got stuff in their garage. Like they, sure. they collect something. I know my, some of my buddies are gun collectors and I they've got, got some, I mean, there's so many different kind of guns. You can, that's a rabbit hole. You can collect forever. Cracking jerseys. No, are you really? You've gotten one of each one so far. But throw I've them out, three he says. Of them. Yeah. Will, will three. you throw them out? I what, don't think you would. If I stain it. No, I don't think you would. But I wear them. The inaugural jersey. Would you ever throw your inaugural jersey that, that Okay, away? so is one jersey count as a collection? Yeah. If you I, never throw it out. I yeah. think okay. you're allowed to nice. wear them if you collect them, though. Because I, I collect comic oh, yeah, books, yeah, yeah. and I read my comic books, and, and they're like, not just sitting there as a collection. A collection's kind of a weird thing, because like, yeah. like, how do you determine what's... Is it, uh, is it a collection if you never touch it? Like, does that make... or? Because like, yes, so many people have, like, figurines they never touch. Right, they never there's, I mean, there's different like, types. Someone's like, what about vinyl? I'm like, yeah, I buy vinyl from from time to time, not very often, but when I do, it's so I can listen to it on my record. What's player. your oldest uh, piece of vinyl? Like, oh, like, like you bought it when? How old? Oh man, that, that's a tough one because I, I I bought some when I was a kid, but when I moved, I accidentally threw that box away, that's, and that still yeah. devastates me. So thanks for bringing uh, that up. Oh, but so that would have been you would have collected that. You would have kept that. I would have kept those. Well, okay. that is a collection. Yeah. There are plenty yeah. of record collectors. See, all right, we're, we're making we're making progress, guys. Yeah, collection how much, therapy. How much would you spend for uh, your favorite that, that collection of uh, albums you lost? If somebody said, "Steve, I got it right here," how much you pay? Like thirty bucks. Okay, <laughs> you're not a collector. You're not really a collector. Yeah, I, you got to drop coin. I was bummed to lose all the Kiss records I had, but I'm yeah. sure it's all not trying to replenish it. I realized that I realized that I couldn't stay in the comic book collecting game when I this was this was like thirty years ago when I spent a hundred bucks on a comic, mm. and I was like, I can't do this because the one I, the one I got wasn't even like part of like you know the old like like the first ten that was ever put out by that comic. So you know how do you get you got to get issues one to ten, but like I yeah. got issue forty five that was like a hundred bucks. I'm like, oh, there's no way I can do this. I just can't keep this going. That was me with Disney pins. When I when I spent over five hundred dollars on a Disney pin one time, I was like, you know, this has to be done. That is a lot of money. It yeah, was, it's a it lot was. of dough, man. Well, when I was a kid, we collected comic books, and I was all fired up about that. I like the original Punishers and all that cool stuff. And yeah, and then my brothers like went over to our parents' house. He's like, hey, I was thinking about selling all those comic books. Would you be okay with that? I'll give you a cut. I'm like, yeah, I don't <laughs> care. How much was a cut? He never gave me a cut. Oh, oh man. God. Your brother's the man. Yeah. Your brother's just like... I'm sure he said, hey, I'll say, you know, my, my, don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. That, that, that many didn't get a lot for it. No, I don't think he did very well with the, the, the sale. He sold it to the Kevin Smith shop, though. Oh, he went to Jay and Silent Bob's. Because I was close to his house. Oh, that's... that's a, oh, man, I'm jealous. I didn't know he lived near there. So I said, are you a collector of Pearl Jam's 10? 
Don't you invite four copies? I don't. I only have one copy. Oh, you are such a failure. I have Versus, though, because I bought one after thinking I didn't have it. <laughs> oh, so why do you have the extra? Because I already had it. You didn't give it away or anything? Because that means you're a collector. And, no, uh, just in case I, I break it. Oh, in case it. you break it. All right, fair enough. <laughs> or if, sorry, you, if you come over, BJ, and you're like, I really want this Pearl Jam versus, <laughs> I'll give it to you. What if I take that For and listen to that first? If I listen to verses all the way through, which is the thing, if you don't know, Steve hates me that I haven't listened to Pearl Jam's 10 hates all the way through. a strong through. word, but I thoroughly despise you for Yeah, it. he hates yeah. you for other reasons. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, But if I listen to verses first, and then that, would that still be, that piss you off even more? That would slightly hurt my soul. Yeah. Okay, good. I might have to do that. Uh, Tony Hawk, you know that kid, right? Uh, he's doing something really awesome, and it involves Kurt Cobain in a very cool way. You can hear what he's doing at 817 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. There's this uh, really cool video that you can check out on the BJ Migs page of KISW.com. It's got Tony Hawk visiting Seattle all because of a rare skateboard that he got his hands on. Dude, the whole backstory is just nuts with this. We were Danny and I were talking about this yesterday, just how... He got this really rare skateboard, and turns out the art was done by Kurt Cobain. How? Yeah, it was back in 1985 when when uh, Kurt, uh, uh, and at the time, Kurt was not known. Nobody knew who Kurt was. And Tony Hawk called it the unicorn skateboard that he acquired, and so he went back, he came to Seattle to talk to the original owner. Whoa. Yeah, it's really a fun piece, like him just meeting up with the dude, he has the skateboard, and they, they talk about the artwork and how he got it from Kurt Cobain. Wow. Yeah, it's um, it's so so it's uh, artwork from Iron Maiden's album Killers mm-hmm. that uh, Kurt does, and uh, he's gonna he's I guess he's gonna sell replicas of this uh, for charity. Yeah, uh, and the video you get to see the artwork, you get like Steve said, a lot of cool stuff. And in this clip, this guy Cameron Ross is telling Tony Hawk how it all happened and what he gave Kurt in return for Kurt painting a skateboard. 
I got this skateboard when I was in junior high, and Kurt had it wire up for doing art. So I gave him 20 bucks and a chunk of weed, and he painted it for me. Did you ask him to do Iron Maiden? Yeah. It's such a piece of history, and I'm so thankful that you kept it, and that I stumbled upon it. Deeper history to this board, because Jeff Holmes boring, he took his own life. So we decided that we should try to recreate this board for others to buy and give the proceeds half to Jed Foundation for Suicide Prevention and half to the Skateboard Project. How about 20 bucks and a chunk of weed? Yeah, that's it. And I didn't know the whole Jeff Phillips backstory of him taking his own life and obviously what Kurt as well. Yeah. And so donating the money to, to, to different causes for suicide prevention is pretty awesome. Yeah, the boards went on sale Monday. Uh, that would have been Kurt's 56th birthday. And uh, they're 420 bucks since he sold it for a chunk of weed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. And yeah. they did a great job of making it look... Like the original, like with all like how how worn out it is with the paint chips. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I thought was kind of cool on the top of it, instead of having what was it Sims, the brand, mm-hmm. uh, they replaced the the Sims brand with like a, a Kurt Cobain uh, logo and and uh, some other and 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 the the guy the original uh, Jeff Phillips. That's yeah. Cool. Little autograph as well. That's cool, man. Yeah. I I mean uh, yeah, Kurt did a good job. Yeah, it's a really cool piece of art. I would yeah. give someone 20 bucks and a nug of weed for that as well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Tony said that Francis Bean Cobain was the one that inspired him uh, to, to, to sell these boards and make that's these boards cool. uh, because of, uh, obviously, Francis's charity. And, um, yeah, that's uh, all the way around. That is a great story. They yes. Also, they also have cool, uh, like, if you don't want to drop the 420 on the actual board, they have, like, posters you could buy for, like, 120 and then, like, stickers of it as well. It's, it's like, skateboard size stickers yeah. for $35. Yeah. So it's the size of a skateboard. That's or really cool. one for cheaper. Wow. That's I wonder if I, then you got do they get in cahoots with Iron Maiden as well because I mean obviously that's Iron Maiden's logo. Yeah. I gotta imagine that they're okay with it as well. I guess it's very cool. Uh, you, you know when you're selling stuff for charity, you're going to get in the way of that. You know, well, I, I mean, I mean the, the, as far as you know, could tough. Iron Maiden get mad? I mean, yeah, but you're right; they could, I suppose, if they didn't get their okay. But and do we know? Like, did he just give it to him, or did did, did Tony pay him for this? I don't know that full backstory because that. that wasn't revealed in this. It's just uh, said somehow he, he his got hands his hands on it. On it. Yeah, and, look, and I imagine maybe he got his hands on it because it was a Jeff Phillips skateboard, and there was you know there's obviously a connection with Tony Hawk and a yeah. skateboarder by the name of Jeff Phillips, and then all of a sudden you keep getting more and more information. That must have been blown. Tony's mind as well, just be like, okay, I got this Jeff Phillips rare skateboard, but why does it have Iron Maiden artwork on it? Oh, Kurt Cobain drew it. Weird, and how did and 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 how did Jeff get? How did he get his hands on it? Because it was this other dude, right, Cameron, who had it originally, right? Yeah, but it's a Jeff Phillips brand skateboard. Oh, it's oh okay. It wasn't. So, oh, I see what you're saying. Because okay. like when I was growing up, I think it was Mike McGill. That was my skateboard. Like I had a McG- ah. a McGill skateboard, which was cool because I had a skull and had like a snake going through the mouth, and then I got like a Rolling Stone sticker and I put the lips with the tongue over that, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Oh yeah, but like everybody had their guy. I don't know if Danny, if that was a thing when you were growing up, but back when I was growing up, like in the, you know, it had to be like in the eighties, uh, late eighties. Oh uh, yeah, it was like when we were skateboarding. A long time ago, yeah, you know. a very long time ago. <laughs> but like everybody had a certain skateboarder that they were a fan of. Yeah, I think Tony the, Hawk, of course, being one. By the time that I got to to like the time when I was skateboarding, it was very much just like into like the bird skateboard, birdhouse skateboards, skateboards and stuff like that. And oh, that was Tony like, Hawk's brand. Yeah. Oh. Or then and then like I remember because we all, I had a lot of BMX friends too, and they would do like the Dave Mira by 
liked. Like those were really big. So I think they were there, kind of. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like the specific shape. I want to know what is so cool because this is a this is yeah. another collectible. This is an artifact. I feel like this could collect. You could get some money from uh, uh, like a, a Pearl Jam, uh, Pearl Jam, a uh, Nirvana collector. I feel like you could Especially get with that backstory. Sure. Yeah, I feel so. I gotta be thinking he got something. I also wonder too if Iron Maiden would have any ground too because it's it's a original art piece, you know, that he did. It's not like there. It is their logo, but it's like he did it himself. So at that point, it's like. But it's 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 the art of an album cover. <gasps> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of and, and their it's name tough, is man. on it. I mean, you're talking money, Danny. If there's money to be had, there are people that go and try to get it. But I found I, the Mike McGill one that I had. That was Powell Peralta. Oh, look at yours. Yeah. That was cool. Oh, I would, I would, if I can get awesome. my hands on that original one, that might be something I would hold on to. Oh, all of a sudden you'd be a collector of that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not anti-collectors. I just don't have anything I collect. <laughs> well, if you're not for us, you're against us. I don't realize that I'm at war with collectors. Now, now you know. See, now you understand society. If you if you don't participate, you're automatically against it. All right. That would yeah. be amazing if Steve just started collecting something that he doesn't even use. Like skateboards. skateboards. <laughs> you come to my house and my garage is just wall-to-wall different like old-school 80s era like Powell Peralta and all the other still a good decoration for a garage wall I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't fault you for that no I all. wouldn't either but how often do you skateboard to never <laughs> I tried honestly I got yeah. a uh, Tony Hawk birdhouse board one time like he sent us one as a promo thing and I was like I'm going to learn how to skateboard again and I got on it for a half a second I go I'm not going to do this <laughs> this is terrifying yeah. yeah that would be funny someone said Lance Mountain was my favorite that's so awesome Christian Hasoy he was a great skateboarder yeah they, every skateboarder had their own like mm-hmm. signature board yeah make sense and you basically bought the board of your favorite skateboarder so again what we're talking about is that uh, kurt cobain did uh painted this dude's skateboard and uh eventually it's been acquired by tony hawk and because it was a jeff phillips brand skateboard and kurt painted it both of those unfortunately uh died by suicide they are basically selling reproductions of this now and um tony hawk is spearheading that along with francis bean cobain uh, francis bean cobain 420 bucks you can get uh, one of these and 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 help out uh suicide prevention which is a which is a really cool idea, and you get to see some uh, Kurt Cobain original artwork about Iron Maiden. Which is, I mean, all of this is just like it's the, a cool story. Everything connected to all this is just so interesting, man. All the six degrees of separation, and just another fun story about Tony Hawk. Oh yeah, you yeah. never really, you know you don't get negative stories about this dude. He's always doing kind of cool stuff. I wish I would have seen him walking around Seattle in this video. He's just like checking out the waterfront and different things. I'm like, imagine. Could you, would you run out to him and go, dude, you look like, just like the skateboarder, Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, just of like, course. Because that's the joke with him. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, good news. That, that's, that's some cool stuff. Good charity stuff, too. All right. Got some other good news, Steve. You're going to love this because, uh, man, I know how much you love the hot sauce. Okay. I don't know where we're going with this, so I'm, I don't know if I should confirm or deny that. Uh, no, Ed Sheeran, you know that guy. Yes. Uh, he now has his own hot sauce because I guess that's a thing you got to do now. Uh, because of hot ones, I guess. Uh, I, uh, so it's called... I know t- a lot of like random celebrities I mean, have like their own like vanity hot sauce. I guess it's like yeah. if you don't want to do alcohol, like that's uh, a fun different take on having your name attached to something that's a product. Everyone see, loves I, hot sauce. I would do coffee in a heartbeat. Oh. I'm surprised you don't see more of that. Like more celebrities doing coffee. I do like a sweet and sour sauce. Oh, a sweet and sour? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, would, I would buy that. Mig sweet and sour. Yeah, the verified uh, sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. yeah. Especially since my favorite wrestler growing up. Guy is a guy who's no longer with us, but uh, Larry Sweeney, and his nickname was Sweet and Sour. Oh. Well, you got to come up with a good name because Ed Sheeran's uh, new sauce is called Tingly Tits. I love it. <laughs> Here's Ed Sheeran talking about it. 
I love my food. That's no secret. But the older I get, the more I need spice. So we've developed a hot sauce called Tingly Ted's. I've developed this over time with some expert hot sauce makers. I love it. I carry it in my suitcase wherever I go. I have it on breakfast. I have it on lunch. I have it on dinner. I have it on after show food. I have it on snacks. You can have it with anything. I hope you guys like it. Oh, and also, I have written a theme tune. Check it out. Tingly Ted makes your tongue tingle. Okay. I love him. You know, when he said his own theme song, I was like, oh, what kind of that crazy, super produced, awesome song is this going to be? Nope. It's just a low budget thing, which makes it even more awesome. See, that's the thing. He can't do anything wrong for people like Vicky. (laughs) And for Danny and I, we think it's stupid. Yeah. What's so stupid about this? Not stupid. I'm just. It's like The Rock with me, and now this is. Ed Sheeran has now gone to rock territory. No, he's not. He's not going around and like, oh, look at the cool thing I did. I think he's just making fun of himself. He doesn't care, and he just made something he wanted to make for himself and hey who else wants them mm, I'm sorry like, I just don't like Ed Sheeran oh my god I just realized hashtag the rock has tequila I have hot sauce that was did the hashtag did he actually make a hashtag the, the rock has what did I tell I you he's going sauce. to rock okay, territory or is he trolling the rock yeah Where either way that. they both irritate me <laughs> And the you bottle's kind of like it's a squeezy bottle, so yeah. you don't have to worry about breaking it. That was that fart noise that we heard in the middle of it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Okay. Thanks, Ding Steve. We Ted's. understand how it works. Can we hear the song again? Yeah, of course. Tingly Ted makes your tongue tingle. Okay, I'm kind of on board now because it's making BJ so angry. Yeah. Tingly Ted makes your tongue tingle. If you have to like it, Sharon, then I win because you have to like something you hate. I don't have to listen to his music. Yeah, but you have to listen to his tingle, his Ted tingle. <laughs> no, speaking of songs, my daughter wrote a new song. What? Did she really? I, I was so impressed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not even, this wasn't even done. What is this? What's becoming of this show? Are we going to just have these kind of like tittle, tingly Ted's, your daughter's, your daughter's song stuff? I mean, why not? Okay, then. Well, all right. As long as, as, just, long as this is an official decision made. I mean, I want you to guess what she's singing about. And I did not write this song for her, and then she's copying me. Out of the blue, she just decided to start singing this song the other night, and I thought it was the funniest thing. Okay, here we go. I heard poopy. Poopy, poopy, come out my tush. (laughs) Wait, one more time. Here's the other version. Well, that's the other part. Take my pants off. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, poopy, poopy, come out my tush, take my pants off. That's the bridge. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. I mean. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. Poopy, poopy, come out my tush. We need to do a remix. Do we? I wonder if there's any metal bands out there that could be like, poopy. Well, poopy. talk to our boy. Come out my tush. Yeah, we had our guy on there, Leon, Leo. Yeah, I don't know if Leo's going to be uh, tackling this one. Might want to think more local. <laughs> he might. <laughs> we, we, I mean, all right, fine. Yeah, maybe Glenn Cannon. I know Glenn Cannon's pushing oh, sh- his, you know, his maybe, new song. Yeah, I don't know if Glenn Cannon, the damage done, really want to cover Poopy Poopy. Come out I feel torch. like this is really what they've been waiting for. Have you this, asked them? <laughs> I, you know, I, I think it's more like Macklemore. Okay. Oh, I, I, Macklemore yeah. will do it. Okay. I, I didn't realize that Macklemore was like, look, you know, when I'm done making my videos over there at Climate Pledge, sure, I'll do the Poopy song. Yeah. What about Casper Baby Pants? Feels like that's up his alley. I don't know. He's a little more highbrow than that, yeah. you know. It's Stompy the Bear and uh, yeah, okay. Noodles and Butter. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't heard him do any songs about poop and tushes. Well, he's been waiting for the right muse. Maybe this is it. It's like, well, this is what the kids want. The kid literally wrote it. You know, and she also uses tush for more than one reason. 
Oh, tush is not your butt? Oh, tush is the butt, but it's and? also the front. What, you mean for your frontal oh. So dad has a well, yeah. wobbly tush, as she calls it. Okay, wow, that is... Oh too, that's a lot of info I don't think I want to know. I was like, what are you talking about? She said, daddy, you have a wobbly tush. I'm like, what does that even mean? And then finally my wife's like, oh, she's, she's, when she saw you in the shower, she said, she came out and said, why does daddy have a wobbly tush? <laughs> Time to start wearing guys. Uh, yeah, shorts and the shirt I and know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, now I have that. Now I have to deal with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So tush is the front and the back. Apparently, for and, you're, now. and you're a wobbler. I, right. I've got a wobbly tush. All right. Yep. Well, you need to get that fixed. Boys have wobbly tushes. Oh, yeah. Are you sure you just don't need to get it fixed? That sounds like. Yeah. There wobbly we go. tush actually sounds like a Peppa Pig thing. Like, it, it surely it does. does. Wobbly push. <laughs> tush. This is. Uh, we have tingly Ted and wobbly tush. I mean, this is the start of a great band. I mean, a great children's band. Yes, I, that's why I think you got to call Casper. This could, be, this could. Re, I mean, really, this could be the next big hit. <laughs> no, I, I can only picture me something like a DM to to Chris Ballou and be yeah. like, "Hey, dude, we haven't talked in a while, but but I have an idea. Let's do this." <laughs> I was thinking you cover, you could cover this. <laughs> and I'll say the part that says, "Take my pants off." Oh, that will be perfect. I'm sure he'll. Yeah, I'm sure. Love that. that. That will not scare the children at all. No, and that will not, you know, for, you know cause an investigation. <laughs> that might cause the end of Casper Baby. Wow. Dance. All right. Well, that. Uh, you know what? I, if anyone is ever doubted that she's your kid, I'm no so proud. Yeah, no could not longer. be more proud. Your wife is like, oh, we got to have another one, Steve. I need to balance in this house. Can't have. I mean, really? No. Nope. This, yeah. this is you wanted a child. You got a child. Yeah. I can't control what the child sings about. Yeah, and if you go for another one and it's another you, oh, oh she's. Boy. I mean, it's a it's a beating. Or like a boy version too. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, she'd be outnumbered. She, I mean, it's yeah. like, oh man, she might just run. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't blame her. No, I yeah. wouldn't either. Actually, yesterday, Steve with the wobbly tush, he got this one wrong. <laughs> Beginning with the letter P, what is the term for an organism that lives on or in another? Danny V. Photosynthesis. No. Platypuses. No. Wow. Podiatrist. No. Wow, 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 wow. That's a big wow. Parasite was what we were looking for. Yeah. Well. You want a shot at beating Steve? Well, bring every tush you got. 206-803-ROCK. That's the number to call. We're going to play Beat Migs at 847. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. How do I figure out who my creditors are? Now, people a lot of times have had a lot, a long time of not having good credit and having collections, and so they, they're concerned that, uh, you may be concerned that you, you won't be able to find all your creditors if you file bankruptcy. How will I know which collection agency has my credit card bill from 10 years ago now? Uh, and that's, that's something that's hard to keep track of when, because credit collection agencies transfer your debts all over the place. But we will pull all your credit bureaus, and by getting all three of your credit bureaus, we'll be able to tell who has your credit and debt now, uh, which collection agencies have had it in the past, and we'll make sure that we file all your creditors when we file your bankruptcy so that nothing slips through the cracks. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 